0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for May 5th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. I've been teaching this series all year. Why? Because I know that there's a difference between God's grace and our faith. There's a difference between God declaring something or heaven announcing something and all of us receiving it because not everybody's gonna receive it. Not everybody provides the grace, I mean, the faith to tap into God's grace. So I believe that for 2021, God has declared new levels. Uh, that we have the grace made available to us right now in this season to level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. Because of that, I've been teaching you all year to level up spiritually, financially, physically, internally, externally. And so I'm pretty much done with the series now. So I'm wrapping it up this week. And so what I'm doing now is just giving you a quick recap of every one of those five areas. I already gave you a recap on leveling up spiritually, leveling up financially. Today, I'm going to deal with physically. The title of today's message is Level Up Your health I'm just doing a series recap obviously you can go to todaysword.org or youtube.com uh, forward slash Rick rickpina and all of the messages are there so you can go back and actually see what I taught in every one of these areas but for today I'm just going to give you a recap of leveling up physically leveling up in the area of your health uh, five things I have five things to share with you in this morning in the recap as I get into these things I want you to open up your heart to receive five things number one here we go <laughs> All right. So first things first, number one, yesterday I dealt with leveling up financially. Today I'm dealing with your health. So I need to say right up front, God is not opposed to health and wealth. God is not opposed to health. This is almost crazy to me that people would think that there's something wrong with health and wealth, uh, but but God is not opposed to it. And the reason why I say health and wealth is because people say, "Oh, health and wealth." Oh, no, that's that prosperity gospel. That's not God. And so I I I don't know. I, I don't know what the issue is. Like, I mean, like, do you think God wants you to be? broken, sick. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't understand. So Ecclesiastes chapter five and verse 19, Solomon said this, he says, you know what, just to be clear about this, he was the richest man on the planet. God used him, uh, to do a lot of things for his glory. And he was like under the unction of the Holy spirit. He writes this, he says now to be clear, it's a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it. Let me repeat that. I mean, it's almost like you got to go to church to mess this up. It, it's a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it. That's it. I mean, it, that, that is so simple that, that it takes a preacher to mess that up. It's a good thing, right? It's a good thing for you to have the resources that you need to accomplish your divine assignment. It's a good thing for you to be healthy right? So that you can enjoy what God is doing in your life. So God will give you the the resources and you get to enjoy the resources. And yes, you're going to heaven, but guess what? You're going to enjoy the ride. And so you don't have to be saved and then miserably saved, right? You get, you're going to go to heaven and you get to enjoy it. So this sentiment, uh, uh, you know, health and wealth. I know that for whatever reason, people fight against it, but let me just be very clear. God is not opposed to blessing you. God is not opposed, opposed to blessing. And our God gives you more than enough. God always gives you more than enough of everything. He gives you more than enough peace, more than enough love, more than enough mercy. Why? So you can minister to other people and he's not opposed to giving you more than enough resources so that you can minister to others out of your overflow so that you can fund kingdom projects all over the world. And so you can be healthy enough to enjoy what you're doing while you're here. So at the end of the day, um, If you have an issue with the term health and wealth, or if you have an issue with this, this is something you need to ask God about. Because listen, to be clear, God doesn't want you to be broke. God doesn't want you to be sick. God doesn't want you to... That is not the will of God. So now I understand here's where all of this uh, confusion comes from. First of all, confusion comes from the enemy. But here's where the confusion comes from. I understand that there are some preachers, unscrupulous preachers who have manipulated... The gospel to take advantage of people. I understand that there are some preachers that have taken money from people, taken money from churches, manipulated people, master manipulators. These are evil people, right? I mean, so at the end of the day, I'm not saying, I know that's messed up. I know that's messed up, but let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. So uh, to use the terms of a, of a tailor or a seamstress, let's agree that the pattern is right even though the material may be flawed. Let me say that again. Let's agree that the Bible is right, even though some preachers may be flawed. So the fact that some preachers have manipulated people in the area of health and wealth, in the area of even healing and and like, you know, made up stuff, I I got it. I know some some crazy dumb stuff has happened, but that doesn't change the Bible though. The Bible is clear. God wants you to be healthy and God wants you to have the resources to accomplish what he sent you to this planet to accomplish. Say amen to that. All right, number two. I'm just trying to be super clear here. Again, sickness is not of God. Sickness is not of God. The Bible says in first John three and eight, that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. The Bible also says acts 10 and 38, that Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. He was healing who? All who are under the power of the devil. So the people that are under the power of the devil, that's sickness. Sickness is under the power of the devil. And Jesus healed them. Why? Because God was with him. So the reason why I bring this up is because during COVID, when I was teaching this, somebody very close to me, I was talking to her and she said, Hey, I need you to pray for such and such. She's in the ICU struggling with COVID. I said, okay, yeah, I'll pray for her. But then she said, but God knows what he's doing. I said, what? She said, Well, God knows what he's doing. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you, are you telling me that you think God put COVID on this person? And she said, Well, God does everything. Right? God knows what he's doing. God does everything. And I was like, Look, I, I I think you don't understand. Like, you don't, you definitely don't have an understanding of the Bible. So we need to stop that. So God, no, God didn't put COVID on this person. If you think this is the kind of crazy stuff that drives people away from God and drives people away from the church. Like, you know, I remember I, I'm, a, I'm about to say this about the healing thing, but I remember when, when, uh, Isabella and I went through a miscarriage, good people, like maybe good intention people, church people. I remember this lady said to me who it was like, it's okay, baby. You know, God just had a need for the baby in heaven. <laughs> Yeah, that's dumb. So, so so people say dumb stuff. And so, and that's what drives people away because they don't understand anyway. So let me get back to sickness. So, so this person thinks, and I was like, hold on. If you think that God is going to put sickness on somebody, and then you're going to ask me to ask the same God to heal him so that God can then heal this person. So then we can glorify God then then God is your God is schizophrenic because why would I why would I want to serve a God that's going to put sickness on me only to turn around to heal me so then I got to glorify him? that doesn't make any sense the Bible is clear that sickness is not of God the Bible is clear that sickness comes from the enemy the Bible if Jesus was going around healing people and sickness was placed on them by God then Jesus would be fighting against the father then Jesus would be fighting against God. That's ridiculous. No, Jesus went around healing people because sickness is not of God. Sickness is not of God. It is not the will of God for you to be sick. Sickness is not of God. Sickness is of the enemy. The power of the enemy causes sickness. The power of God releases healing. And the church said, amen. All right. Number three, Um, let me just share a few scriptures With you about what the Bible says about healing. Now going I taught in this series already. You should go back to the series and like I covered a lot of this stuff in detail, but let me just give you the recap. Here's just a few scriptures of what the Bible says on healing. Isaiah 53 and 5. The Bible says, But he was wounded, Jesus, for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. So the Lord allowed Isaiah to be translated 700 years forward. And it was like he was translated to the foot of the cross and he's looking up at the cross and he's writing 700 years before it happens. He's writing beforehand in past tense. Only God could do that. God is writing through Isaiah beforehand in past tense. (laughs) So he's like, he, he was past tense wounded. Oh my God. He was bruised past tense for our inig- by his stripes. We are healed 700 years before it happened. And then first Peter two and 24. So Isaiah was looking forward to the cross. Peter was looking back at the cross. He says, Jesus bore our sins with his own body on that tree that we haven't died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. So Isaiah was like, we are healed, you know, before it happened. Paul's looking back. It's like, we were healed. So at the end of the day, Jesus paid for our sickness. He bore our sickness and our diseases. Say amen to that. Exodus 15 and 25, the Bible says, I am the Lord, your God. If you listen to me and do what's right. And if you obey my commandments and my laws, I will not give you any of the sicknesses that I gave the Egyptians. I'm the Lord God who heals you. He said, what? I'm the Lord God who heals you. He said, what? I'm the Lord God who's who heals you. Why? Because healing is his will. Sickness is not his will. Disease is not his will. Uh, Exodus 23 and 25. You must serve the Lord your God. If you do this, I will bless you with plenty of bread and water, and I will take all sickness away from you. So obviously, sickness is part of the curse. Healing is part of the blessing. This is very rudimentary, but I got to make this clear. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. The Bible says... The law under the law, you were under a curse for not obeying it. The law was performance based. We're not under the old covenant, old covenant, performance based, new covenant, grace based. You got to understand this. But anyway, under the old covenant, yes, it was performance based. And if you didn't perform says, listen, there was a curse for those that didn't obey, but, but Christ took away that curse. He traded places with us. Jesus placed himself under the curse for us. The Bible says anyone who hung on the tree is part of the curse it goes on to say, because of what Jesus did, the blessing promised to Abraham was given to all people. Christ died so that by believing in him, we could have the Holy spirit that God promised new covenant. No, you're not on under the old covenant. Look at me. You're, you are not under the old covenant. I have a lot of teaching on this too. Under the old covenant performance base. If you didn't perform, there was a curse, right? Under the new covenant, grace-based. God is not blessing you because of your performance. You have to be delivered from performance-based religion. So you you don't have the pressure to perform anymore. Jesus performed for you. So under the new covenant, you're under grace. Under this covenant, Jesus qualified for you. You don't qualify, but Jesus qualified for you. Jesus became a curse for you. Jesus paid the price for you. Jesus qualified. Number four. Jesus qualified for your healing. One of the tactics of the enemy is to tell you, oh, you don't qualify. One of the tactics of the enemy is to tell you when you mess up, when you do something wrong, when you fuss somebody out or curse, <laughs> curse somebody out. Thank you, you know, God delivered me from from cur- cursing, but there's some, you know people that still kind of have struggles with that. And so, but anyway, the devil will come and say, Oh, you messed up now. Now you can't pray. You've disqualified yourself. Now you're not going to be blessed. Now you can't do this now. And the devil wants you to be over in condemnation. So the Satan will whisper into your ear. You don't qualify, right? You don't qualify because of your performance, because of performance based religion. He wants you to cross over into fear and doubt and unbelief and guilt and shame and condemnation. But under grace, Jesus qualified for you. The Bible says, Romans 8, 16 and 17. The Bible says, watch this. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us. And the Holy Spirit whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. When Satan is saying, you don't qualify, the Holy Spirit is saying, you are God's beloved child. The Holy Spirit is whispering into your ear, you are God's beloved child. And since you're his true children, you qualify. You qualify for all of his treasures. For indeed, we are heirs of God himself and joint heirs with Jesus. So we inherit everything that Belongs to Jesus. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to me. We experience this. Why? Because we are co-glorified with him so that we can accept his sufferings as our own. Jesus qualified for you. Look at me. Jesus qualified for you. You want healing? Jesus qualified for your healing. Jesus, don't allow the pressure of performance-based religion to strip you of your confidence. Faith is all about confidence. And you can't have confidence if if you're over in fear and guilt and shame and condemnation. You will never, look at me, let me be clear about this. Because I grew up in performance-based religion. You will never have confidence if your faith is tied to your performance. Because you're just not that good. You're going to do something wrong. Let me repeat. You will never have confidence, which is faith. You will never have faith, unshakable faith, if your faith is based on your performance because you're just not that good. So so your faith must be tied into what God has already done, into what he's already provided. The fact that you are not perfect, but Jesus was perfect for you. You are not righteous. Jesus was righteous for you. Therefore, because of Jesus, you qualify. Say, I qualify. Okay. I hope that you get this down in your heart. And then number five, last thing, last thing, number five last one for today you have to take care of the one body you were given now you were only given one body that's it and you only get one shot at life so you you got to take care of this body here's something that a lot of christians don't like to talk about diet and exercise matter diet and exercise matter first timothy 4 and 8 the bible says for physical training is of some value but godliness has value for all things right so paul is saying listen there's some value To physical training, to PT, to working out. Another translation says it has limited value. So people say, well, it profits little, has little, listen, if it profits any, you should do it. If it profits any, you should do it. You should take care of the one body that you have. Now I'm not saying that there should be, uh, 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 some people are unbalanced. They spend five hours in the gym and five minutes in the word. No, I'm not saying that either, but you should take care of the one body that God gave you because you're not going to get another one. Now, one day, yeah, yeah, you're going to get a glorified body. One glad morning, when this world is over, I'll fly away, right? And, I, and I'm going to, in the moment, in a twinkling of an eye, I'm going to be gone. And then I'm going to get a glorified body and I will forever be with the Lord. I got it. But for right now, I don't have a glorified body. I have this body. And the body that I have, I need to take care of it. So, so diet and exercise matter. And sadly, some Christians neglect the body that God gave them. And, and they just don't take care of it. They eat the wrong things. They don't, they don't exercise. They, they just neglect it. And, and and then when they get sick, the first thing they do is blame God. God, why did you let this happen to me? And then they come to God for healing <laughs> and all of that. I've seen this play out many times. Listen, read Leviticus chapter 11. When you get some time, you should probably read this chapter. In Leviticus chapter 11, the Bible tells the Lord told the, the, the nation of Israel what to eat and what not to eat. There's some things that are good for you and some things that are not good for you. I'll just give you a quick recap on the do not eat list. Camels, rock badgers, rabbits, pigs, don't eat that. Fish, don't eat any fish that doesn't have any scales or fins. God says eating such a creature is going to make you sick. So if you go out there and eat fish that doesn't have scales and and the Lord said, don't do it. And the Lord said, you eat that is going to make you sick. Then you then what, what you're going to get sick and then you're going to blame God. Right. Birds don't eat eagles, vultures, buzzards, kites, falcons, blackbirds, ostriches, nighthawks, seagulls, hawks, owls, pelicans, uh, storks and bats. Don't eat none of that. Insects don't eat insects that have wings and crawl or insects that have legs with joints above their feet so they can jump. Then it goes on to say what you can't eat. So anyway, I'm not going to go through all that. Read the chapter. Now, you may be saying, well, wait a minute, Rick. You just told me we're not under the old covenant. We're under the new covenant. So Leviticus is old covenant. I'm not, I'm not under the old covenant. I can eat whatever I want. Stop. Let me just be clear about something. You were born again, new covenant under the new covenant. Jesus ratified a brand new covenant with his own blood. And now that you're under the new covenant, you're born again and your spirit is made new, but your body's not different under the new covenant. We're born again. But you have the same body from the Old Testament. So if something was not good for you to eat in the Old Testament, doggone it, it's not good for you to eat it in the New Testament. And so don't, don't get so so spiritual minded that you're no earthly good. Listen, there's some things that you should eat. There's some things that you should not eat. You should exercise. You should take care of the one body that God gave you. You got If you want to level up, you're going to have to level up in this area as well. God told people what to eat so they could be healthy, so they could live long and strong. And we should probably consider what he said. And so we should be be led of the Holy Spirit concerning, you know, how we're going to eat, what we're going to do exercise wise, take care of the body that God gave us. The bottom line is that some Christians have cut their lives short uh, because they just didn't take care of their body. Some Christians have cut their lives short uh, because they didn't acknowledge the fact that diet and exercise do matter. So if you're going to level up, please level up in this area as well. So it's God's desire that you live long and strong and declare the works of the Lord, but let's not do anything that's going to cut that thing short. Amen. All right. So I'm going to close out. Actually, I I shared a pretty long declaration of faith for health in 2021 earlier in the series. I'm going to repeat it. But um, if you want a bunch of these declarations, obviously you can go to todaysword.org, but go to ripministries.org. Ripministries.org under the teaching section, there's a Bible declaration section with a bunch of Bible declarations that you can download, print them out and speak this over your life. So I'm going to lead you in this one called declaration of faith to level up your health in 2021. All right. I want you to repeat after me and declare this in faith. Say, father, I thank you for declaring new levels for 2021. I believe and receive what heaven has announced for me. I walk in new levels of health. I confess your word concerning health and healing. As I do, I believe that your word will not return to you void. It will accomplish what you have declared in the name of Jesus. I believe I'm healed according to your word. Jesus is the Lord of my life. Sickness and disease have no power over me. I am healthy inside and out. I'm free from unforgiveness and strife. I do not harbor bitterness in my heart. I know unforgiveness can open the door to disease. So I walk in love, empowered by your spirit. I have an abundance of life through your word. Health and healing flows to every organ, cell, tissue, joint, everything in my body, and your word is bringing life and health. If sickness and disease touch my body, I declare that it must die instantly. The curse has no power over me. Your word is life and healing, and it is so to all my flesh. So I will live long and strong. I declare that the angel of the Lord is in camp round about me. Your angels are delivering me from every evil work. No evil shall befall me. No plague or calamity shall come near me. Your word abides in me. It is medicine to all my flesh. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus operates in me. I am free from the law of sin and death. So therefore I declare I walk in new levels of health in 2021. I take control of my appetite. It does not have control of me. I eat healthy foods. I exercise. I honor the physical body you gave me. I have submitted to you in all ways, including my physical body. I will not die because I'm sick. I will not die. Because I'm old, I will only die when I'm done. I level up in 2021. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to today'sword.org, click on the subscribe button, and then you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day on a daily basis. And so these are notes that you want, you definitely want the notes from today. Like I said, go to RIPministries.org, click on Teaching, Bible Declarations. You can download that declaration and a bunch of others in a PDF, print it out, speak this over your life on a daily basis. Do me a favor. If this message has been a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. I go back and I read every comment. And then number two, share this message. This is a message people need to hear. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I hope that you're enjoying these, these series recaps, right? Uh, But if you, the whole series is available on todaysword.org and on youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.